Hey, I'm Grant with Grant's Game Rex, back with my top five games of the month. And the crowd goes wild. Ah, ah, we love these videos, Grant. Thank you so much, crowd. That's very nice of you to say. This was an actual very hard month to pick my top five games of the month because a bunch of games I really liked aren't going to make this list, like The Great Split, like Power Plants, like Namalia. But I did it. I've done it. I have picked my top five games of the month, and here we go. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. My number five game of March was Kapow from Wise Wizard Games. This is a two-player only dice combat game where one person plays as a hero and one person plays as a villain. You are rolling dice behind privacy screens and then assigning those dice to do different actions. And all of the actions have, you know, that sort of old Batman type of, uh, you know, wording and stuff. We got a pow, we got a zap, we got a zig, we got a shellac. You know, stuff like that. So it, it feels very comic booky, and I love that about it. You know, the theme of this game really comes through in the bright, colorful components and the artwork, all of that sort of stuff. You can upgrade your dice throughout the game. There are both um, static dice where you can get more of them or dice with upgradable faces where you can keep adding faces to make them more powerful. And it's just really satisfying to roll your dice a bunch of times and then use them to fight somebody else. You know, it's fairly simple, but there is some complexity here, you know, not just in sort of how you want to assign your dice, but there's also asymmetric characters in the game. This, this first box starts with four heroes and four villains that all have different asymmetric abilities and boards, so that certainly adds some replayability to the game, you know, everyone you pick is gonna play a little bit differently and you're gonna explore different things. Oh, do I wanna go hard in this, this game? Do I wanna go hard in that, this game, you know? Plus the game is only about 20 to 30 minutes. So it's one of those games that I wanna play multiple times in a row, you know? Roll a bunch of dice, let's hit each other. Oh, you beat me, I'm gonna get you this next time. Let's play again, you know? I always wanna play it two, three times when I'm pulling it off of the shelf. So I just, I really like everything about it. You know, is it the most strategic game? No, but you know, that siren really is here to support this game. I mean, there are, everybody's into this game right now. You know who I wanna hear from? I wanna hear from an actual superhero. When you play this game, you wanna be the hero, not the villain. I am tired of all these media outlets making villains seem like sympathetic, relatable characters. They're not sympathetic, they're villains. They're bad guys. Be the hero in this game, roll some dice, and put them down on hero stuff, like pow, zing, shellac. We all know it's you, Grant. What? What? Why would you say that? I'm obviously a very different character that's a hero. I'm, I'm, a, I'm not the same as you. Get out of here. You are literally wearing the same hat as me. No. Did, 
This one's black. One of the things I get frustrated at in the board game hobby sometimes is how fast we move on from games to new games, you know? And I get it. There's a ton of games coming out all of the time, so sometimes we feel like we have to move on to keep up with all of the releases, but this is your friendly reminder. Feel free to play things that you missed along the way, you know? Sometimes it's a very rewarding experience, and don't judge others when they do. You know, I've heard some people say like, Oh, you just played that? Yeah, I played that like five years ago. Well, you know what? Five years ago wasn't that long ago. So my number four this month is Dice Forge because this has been on my shelf of shame for like three or four years and I finally played it and I am very proud of myself and also this is a great game. I feel like an idiot that it's been on my shelf of shame for that long, but you know what? It's finally off and it and I'm and it's great. It's great. I really really love this game. Is it the greatest game of all time? No, but it's so much fun. That's the best word to describe this game. It is fun. In the game, you are upgrading faces of your dice and then constantly rolling them for benefits. Every time someone else takes a turn, you get to roll your dice and get the resources that it tells you. And that's just great, you know? You're constantly doing stuff, you're constantly feeling good because you're moving up resource tracks and stuff like that. You know, yes, the dice faces feel fiddly sometimes, you know, there are times I'm popping off a dice face and it goes flying all over the place and that is annoying, but I don't care that much because it's just so fun. It is just fun, you know? Is this the, like, greatest game of all time? I don't care if it is, because I had fun playing it, and I got it off my shelf of shame, and that's great. So, you know what? If you have one on your shelf of shame that you've been dying to play for a long time, hey, you can do it. I believe in you, because I believed in myself with this. It only took four years, but it's finally done. So, you know who we should hear from? We should hear from an anthropomorphized version of Dice Forge. My name is Dice Forge, and I'm ancient in the board game hobby. I'm almost six years old. But I promise, if you play me, I still got it. Oh, hey, 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 hey. I'm still just as fun as the day I was born. So, you know. If you haven't given me a chance, give me a chance. Yay! My number three game of March was Fractured Sky from IV Studios. We just went from an old game to a game that's not even out yet. This game will be on Kickstarter in a week or two because these videos have no rules. There's no rules. I can put any games on here that I want because these are my top five games of the month. Fractured Sky is really, really great because there's just a ton of hidden information in this game. There's a lot of bluffing to be had, and I really like bluffing in games, but there's also a ton of strategy in this game. You know, a lot of times bluffing games are sort of silly, party-ish games, light games. This is a medium weight game, uh, and there's a lot of different avenues to victory. That's one of the things I really like about it. In the game, you will be placing out airships into different regions and trying to have the most power of airships in those regions. So all of your airships can only add up 
to 10 value, 10 total value. So you can split them any way you want. You could put a 10 and a zero and a zero. You could try to go three, you know, three, four, whatever adds up to 10. And so it's, it's really interesting trying to like think about what other people are going for, where do they want to control. But the other interesting part is that not every region will even score you points. There are cards that determine which regions score points that round and you have to spend resources to look at those cards. You can spend resources and look at them and then take one of the resources on the card, but everybody else will know that that card has that resource, so that eliminates some of the possible places that it could be. So again, there's just so much hidden information, so much trying to figure out where's what, who's going where, what they're putting down, and I just, I love that aspect of the game. I love games where you have to like read other people, where you have to think not just about what you want, but about what they want too. And Fractured Sky does that so well. There's a lot of different elements to the game. You know, there is that area majority, there is bluffing, there's also resource like engine building in the game. You can be putting out markets that get yourself Get yourself more and more resources and those will help you put out fortresses and those will help you do other stuff. So there's a real ramp up to the game. It's played over five rounds and your fifth round, you're like, I could do so much this round. And I love that aspect of the game. There is some pretty interesting lore behind the game as well. So, you know, right now, why don't we throw it over to Storytelling Corner to hear about some of the lore. A star tore to pieces and fell to the sea. Ten cursed islands arose from the depths. A Newman was awakened by the clamor they caused, whose anger turned waters pitch black. The god-beast called out to the seers and the wise men of earth, and did offer to grant them one wish. In exchange, they would bring him starfall fragments that fell, so he might cast them back to the heavens. But only one wish would be granted to them, to the ones who had gathered the most. They took to thy sky in their vessels they soared, for riches, for love, for glory. And does that lore come through when you're playing the game? Not one bit. My number two is Mindbug. This is one of the best small box card games I've played in a long time. If you were a fan of head-to-head -head card combat games like Magic the Gathering or Star Realms, I think you'll really like this game. Because it is a two-player only game where you are playing cards to battle your opponent. And all the cards have very fun artwork on it. There's a bright, vibrant feel to the game so it doesn't feel dark and heavy like some of these other high fantasy card games um, and every card you play will have a power on it and will have a special ability something that you can do but the thing that makes this game really interesting is that both players have two mind bug cards per game so when you play one of your cards to attack the other player they can use one of their mind bug cards to steal control of your card to basically take it from you so you are not only thinking about how to play stuff to defeat them, but you're also thinking about how can I play something that they steal from me because I wanted them to steal it because now I have a plan for that card they just used a mind bug on. 
It makes their layers and layers and depth of strategy in this game, which is a lot to say for a game that takes 15 minutes maximum. You can play some games of this in five to 10 minutes. So it's another one of those games I wanna play multiple times in a row. I never play this once. I play it, you know, three, four times. This is a game, I'm going to Europe next month. I'm doing a trip to Europe. And this is a game I will for sure be taking with me. I want some small box card games I can throw in a backpack and play in a brewery or a distillery or things like that. And I think this one is perfect for that sort of a thing. And it has a lot of replayability because there's a lot of cards you don't see every game. So you can play four games of this and then you're like, oh, that's a card I haven't seen before. Fun. What does this one do? What special ability does this card have so you know again it's just this is this is one it will be one of my go-to small box card games if i'm recommending that type of a game to anybody for sure mind bug for sure mind bug we should hear from an actual bug right now i think i, I want to hear what a bug has to say about this game I'm a bug and I control minds just like the game Mindbug. Watch me bring this human's finger into frame for I am controlling his mind. Here it comes. But don't touch me. Don't be seriously. I'm controlling mine. Please don't touch me. Get out of here. I gotta get out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. And my number one game of March was Veiled Fate, also from IV Studios. This is a hidden role game, but it's a hidden role game that has a lot more strategy than most. A lot of times when I hear hidden role game, I think party game, I think big group game like Werewolf or that sort of stuff. But Veiled Fate is a hidden role game you can play with as few as two players. It is a two to nine player game. And it has a real board element to it. It is a board game, you know? It's not just a card game. It's not just a social deduction game. You are moving pieces around a board. And one of the most interesting aspects of the game is you can move any piece. You don't just have to move your own piece. And you, in fact, want to move other people's pieces because you want to keep it hidden who you're controlling. Because you're only getting points for one of those nine pieces. So maybe you can move a few other people a few other pieces around to throw people off your scent because if people know what you are, then they're going to make sure to block you, to screw you over, that sort of thing. You are going to different objectives around the board and then putting in cards to influence the objective to one way or another. You want the objective 
to score for your piece if your piece is on there. Uh, but again, which pieces are you going to put on there? Maybe you put a couple other pieces on there so they score points so people think you're them and then go try to get your own piece points somewhere else. You know, I, I love the intriguing aspect of the game. And I, I do honestly feel like that's the best word for this game. It is intriguing. You know, you're, you're constantly looking around the table. Who's controlling what? Why did you move there? What agenda do you have? You know, trying to figure it out. It's also, you know, IV Studio is one of the best production values of any company out there. So this just looks incredible on the table. You know, the miniatures are awesome. The board looks really cool. I love the color scheme of it all. You know, it just, it's one of those games that makes you feel impressed when you look at it, where you're like, yeah, board games are in a great place right now, baby. So I feel like you know who we should hear about? You know who we should talk to about this game is a mysterious figure in a cloak. There's so much mystery in this game. You never know quite who's who. Okay, so you're also Grant. What? No, why would you say that? Because you're even worse at hiding your identity than superhero guy. Dang it, Grant, would you stop ruining this for me? That's what I got for you. Those are my top five games of March. I played 25 new games in the month of March, and these were my top five from that list. So thanks so much for watching. I hope that you, you know, actually get some information, but also get some chuckles out of these videos. You know, I'm trying to make them obviously silly and fun. What? This video isn't the most serious board game video you've ever seen? I am shocked. Thank you so much for being here. I do this every month on Rado's channel, you know, so check out more of Rado's videos. He makes a lot of great videos and they are very informative and helpful if you're trying to find a new game and, you know, also come over to my channel and look at the stuff I'm doing over there and, you know, support, support both of us. How about we, you know, just support all around. That's great.